I will mark that because my thing, uh, for some reason, backed out. Bigelow, how was your poop? Um, it didn't smell good, I can tell you that. This week's episode of Let's Boogie, it was another very non-eventful week. Um, Matt saw some trippy-ass movie, uh, but we're not going to talk about that because we're not artsy enough. Uh, sports continue to be disappointing. Uh, morale is low. I'm kind of hungry, but hey, we're here. But hey, enough of my yakking. What do you say? Let's boogie. Let's boogie! Let's boogie. If you have crack, let's boogie. <laughs> no one is going into your asshole. I know well, I wouldn't let him without the crack. So, uh, yeah. Stuff. Uh, <laughs> stuff happened. So, What yeah. a great intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... I think we should talk about politics this week. Just kidding. This is a sports podcast and a movie podcast. And that's and it. <laughs> that's about it. Um, the NBA is back. Shooty hoops talk about that. are on the TVs of America again. And uh, the Warriors might stink. Yes. We're like only three games in, but the Warriors might stink. I think that's kind of the common. I mean, getting the most common by, NBA overreaction so far is that the Warriors might stink. Getting pieced is not Don't. a good way to start your season. Who's all I mean, out? Who's all out for the Warriors? Don't they? Um, well, Kevin Durant left. You know, right. yeah. arguably the best player on the planet is no longer on their team. And Clay's out for maybe the entire year. Uh, the Warriors did rebound tonight after two pretty ugly losses to start the season. They beat the Pelicans by 11 in New Orleans. But yeah, with no Clay and no KD, um, they did add D'Angelo Russell. They still have Draymond Green, but the let's put it this way. The Warriors starters tonight, not named Steph Curry, D'Angelo Russell, or Draymond Green, were Jordan Poole. And Glenn Robinson the third. So it almost seems like you get rid of the players that you got to solely win a championship and just kill everybody else. It's almost like once you get rid of them, you're like a normal team. Yeah. One I could mean, say that. Def- one could maybe assume. Um so yeah, other NBA stuff. Uh the Suns may not be atrocious. Um, the Clippers are a wagon. Don't <laughs> really know who's going to beat them. Kawhi in a does not series. miss mid-range shots. Dude, Kawhi, some of the shots Kawhi was hitting, I was watching that Warriors game at the bar. Like, when he went and he did, like, the Jordan pump fake with, like, the like the one-handed pump fake, then hit, like, a little shimmy, hit, like, a step-back mid-range. I'm like, this man, this man is going to win another title. And I don't know if there's really anyone who can stop him because they look gross, and that's without Paul George, man. And they're just... The Clippers are just a bunch of dogs who are going to get up in your face, defend the hell out of you, 
And Patrick Beverly is going to ride that train all the way there. And Patrick Beverly is going to yell at you and scream at you. And get five points. And and get five points, but at least he had like three steals to go along with it. So, but uh, yeah, there, yeah, the Clippers are gross. Um, Lakers have been pretty good. Rocky, Rocky Lakers first game, but Rocky first game. I saw Dwight actually did stuff last night. Dwight's uh, looked good, but he was he was fingering a dude's butthole. Did you see that? I did not. There was a video see. of him. There was a video. Okay, okay. So Dwight Howard goes down with another guy. I can't remember who it was. And I mean, it's clear from the tape. You look at the live replay, instant replay. This man cups, goes in a little bit, and then gets up off the floor, and it's and it's <laughs> like, uh, Dwight Howard's definitely g- trying to get some booty. I mean, there was that that meme a couple. I don't know if it was a meme or a story or whatever about Dwight Howard hooking up with tra- with a transgender female. <laughs> I do. I do remember seeing that. He basically became like everyone's like, oh, Dwight Howard, you know. Made some non-PC jokes about Dwight Howard. But now, like, that man, that man is, like, slim. I'm looking at this Lakers box score. He went 8 for 8 with 10 boards. Yeah, say what you want about Dwight Howard. He's had an interesting career. He's definitely had quite the career. Um, I definitely... Dude, I, I, oh, KCP actually did stuff. Wow. I, right when I was getting ready to roast that man's life away <laughs> for just being the ultimate liability, he actually did stuff against the Charlotte Hornets. But yeah, man, I think the LeBron fans and Warrior fans are going to be able to, uh, the, the big, it's not going to be a dick measuring contest like it has been every year for the last four years between the two of them. It's going to be. Steph's got the worst supporting cast. No, LeBron has the worst supporting cast. And Laker fans are going to say, we give minutes to Kentavious Caldwell Pope. <laughs> and the Warriors are going to say, and the Warriors fans are going to say, bro, we start Glenn Robinson, bro. <laughs> we, we started Jordan Poole. And they're both just going to be arguing and arguing all year. And both teams wouldn't beat the Clippers in seven regardless. Looks like the Rockets so, have started nice, too. Uh, nothing lasts forever. But people want to people want to know why I don't like James Harden. People want to know why I don't like James Harden. Eight of twenty-one field goal uh, percentage, um, forty points, twenty-one free throws. Bro, like that's not even the most ridiculous one. The most ridiculous one was his stat line from Thursday last Thursday when they played the when they played the Rockets. Not the Rockets. He plays for the Rockets. <laughs> nice one, Bigelow. Um, when they played the Bucks, and he finished with 19 points, was 2 for 13 from the field, but 14 of 14 from the free throw line. Bro, he's he just so. fucking... It's, it's, it's boring, and it's I mean, annoying. But at the same time, wouldn't you think, like, you know, being a basketball player, you know, forcing that foul, I mean... That's still a skill that you have to have. I mean, yeah, but twenty-one still, free throws, right? Twenty, dude. Twenty plus But at the same time, you know, he's still forcing these fouls, and you know, all the other players should recognize that and just not, you know. Here well, I you am, can't, Chris you Smith. Can't, you can't avoid officials. For, yeah, in I any mean, pro sport. I mean, it's officiating is bad. 
in all pro sports. It's been bad in the World Series. It's been bad. It's been atrocious in the NFL. And NBA officials are just notorious. That's the only sport where there's literally been like a ref who's been fired for fixing games this century. Like that's you know just professional officiating, especially in the NBA, can be so touchy and ticky tack, all sorts of stuff. Like, and then NBA, dude, NBA Twitter. I love NBA Twitter, but like, just is so overreactionary especially the big James Harden fans who will see him hit like that stupid ass running fadeaway move that he has now and they'll be like oh tell me this man's not the MVP and then I'll three just of 14 three point and I'll just see I'll just see the first response is like the box score it's just like <laughs> hey yeah look look at that stats aren't everything but there. when you're James Harden you live off stats and three of 14 from three does not make you the best shooter in I the mean league. that's the ultimate live off stats team with him and Westbrook on the same team dog because Everyone, like, Russell Westbrook, oh, he averages a triple-double. Yeah, he goes 7 for 17 from the field and can't shoot. And he won't win a championship. (laughs) And he won't win a championship. I mean, The Rockets are still the Rockets. They're going to fucking blow up. The Rockets are still the Rockets. That is very, very true. Um, Yeah, so that was talking NBA basketball. Uh, Yeah, lots of in-depth analysis there. Uh, Football is still dumb. Uh, I have a very hate-hate relationship with football. Um, Not even a like-hate. It's a- not even a love-hate. There's not really a lot to love anymore. Uh, I can say, Matt, after all these years of you being a Lions fan and telling me how much you hate listening to people fawn over Aaron Rodgers, while, I was, uh, while I'm just a Chiefs fan who's used to getting Tom brady to death, uh, I can now relate. <laughs> uh, because that game last night was so just painful to watch. It was as predictable as possible. I expected the Chiefs to get blown out. I was surprised they held their own as long as they did. But as my buddy, who's a diehard Broncos fan, described to me, he said that game was just Aaron Rodgers doing Aaron Rodgers bullshit and nothing more. Um, Props to Aaron Jones, too. He's a hog. (laughs) Aaron Jones is nasty. Um, I was definitely an Aaron Jones doubter going into the year. But, um, yeah, he's definitely been a problem. Uh, the Packers kind of look like a wagon as well. Uh, the, I think it'll be between them and the Saints for the NFC. But, uh, and the Niners, of course. We'll, we'll talk about them later. They're gross. Uh, pretty sure the Packers play the Niners here pretty soon. But, um, yeah. I, dude, watching that Chiefs game just reminds me. Like, I went, was in Omaha watching that game with my dad. My dad being the eternal, opti- the most eternal optimist and pessimist at the same time ever. Just goes, oh, we're going to win today. I'm like, you are insane. He's like, no, everybody, everybody's doubting us. We're going to, I'm like, dad, everyone doubts us when it matters. Look at the history of the team we support. Dude. <laughs> And he's like, and he's like, oh no, 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 no! I'm like, now the Chiefs have lost three straight at home, which is very depressing. Uh, yeah, you guys have a better vi- away record than home. We do, and that is very, very depressing. Well, I do have a, uh, I do have a question because um, isn't Matt Moore 
wasn't he coaching high school football at the beginning of this year? He was. He was in the last spring. He was working as a scout for the Dolphins, who he had just uh, retired from. And he would like the most popular picture that you'll see is him at uh, Kyler Murray's Oklahoma Pro Day, scouting him in his Dolphins jacket. And um, then he was going to be an assistant coach at the high school he went to in California. And they were describing it on the on the on the broadcast last night that he got a got a call from Andy Reid at five thirty in the morning West Coast time and said, "Hey, dude, uh, we kind of need you." Yeah, football is dumb. Uh, Saturday isn't dumb. What? Last night at the World Series. Um. Uh, you, you're talking about boobs on TV. You're yes, talking I am. about, you're talking about ain't no titty like a world series titty. Boobies. Yes, sir. Yeah, there were, I was, I was actually were... with my mom and dad watching it. Uh, and just so happens there's four boobs just right there. And I'm like, those are, those are women. That's right there. one, yeah, that two, was... three, four. Four nipples, I count right there. And this is a baseball <laughs> one, game. One yeah. nipple. This is the <laughs> one moment ever in history that baseball has been the best sport in the world. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, soccer fans definitely see a lot more of that. Dude, Instagram, Instagram influencers are a different breed, man. I just, that you got to be wired so different to be a part of that influencer culture yeah. i'm gonna go to game five of the world series show the world my boobies because all it. to promote my instagram page like okay <laughs> like, i mean to each their own i mean whatever whatever i saw sh- that the one of them posted that they re- immediately got some letter from the MLB saying, you are banned from all MLB events for life. Yeah, indefinitely. <laughs> but yeah, that, Speaking yeah. of soccer san- fans seeing boobies, um, Christian Pul- Pulisic probably got some boobies, some action after that performance. Our little son, <laughs> our, young, our young son, Growing up so fast. Tenacious um, P with the tenacious hat trick. P, tenacious P and the kick of destiny. Um, Left foot, um, right foot, and a header. Perfect hat yep, trick. Yep. Perfect hat trick for our boy. Uh, it's a damn shame that it, you know, I'm still pissed he plays for Chelsea. I do like those Chelsea, well, how a lot of these Nike, these Nike teams have these throwback looking third kits, Matt. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. They wore the one they've got that's like black that they wore in the Champions League last week. Pretty good looking, and I hate it because it's Chelsea, and Chelsea is. Yeah. But uh, happy for our son. Um, saw some some AX guy who's like part Dutch, part American, or whatever the deal is. He's kind of a phenom, said he's going to play international for the U.S. in the future today. Uh, didn't know his name, but I got a notification about it. That's all I know. But then again, you know, I also got a notification on my phone when Shroud announced he's going to Mixer. So obviously, whoever is catering my notifications just has way too much time on their hands. I know little, little Franklin in his cube at Apple HQ catering my 
my uh, notifications. Way yeah, too but, much uh, time, big, but big weeks for Man United and Liverpool, too. Liverpool uh, getting a dub last minute again. Uh, United finally back to winning ways. Um, back-to-back, back-to-back games in the Prem where we've had to rely on old English dudes to save our bacon. Um, yeah. Jordan I, Henderson. Jordan Henderson's first home goal since uh, since we were juniors in high school. FIFA saves 15. FIFA 15. Who, which, wasn't he uh, the UK cover guy? For, a, for FIFA 15, or is that mm. was one of the FIFAs where he was on the Might cover in, in the UK? But yeah, Hendo saved our bacon. Uh, once again, I have to look to uh, soccer to be my solace sports-wise, which is somewhat exciting, but also somewhat depressing. Yeah, you know what's uh, really fucking depressing? We're not going to specifically talk about our teams because there's no point. Fantasy football just fucking sucks like it is the most frustrating thing i went from winning my league last year to now being in last place chris i told i told you directly matt that you are the nebraska football of that fantasy league you have a rich history a winning tradition and you just can't catch a break yeah and it's like the amount of time that someone can spend on fantasy football and then just it com- it's completely dependent on luck. Like, there's no skill involved in fantasy. Um, if you're lucky enough to not get your players injured, um, you'll have a good season. Yeah, but, oh, I mean, boy, aside from boy. fantasy football, the Huskers. Uh, Nebraska football did Nebraska football stuff. Mo Washington um, is done. Mo's gone. We got, we got some Luke McCaffrey stuff, though. Luke McCaffrey looked... Uh, Looked good because you know just what Nebraska football needs to do. Saying, "Oh, the future's bright," because you know they've only been saying it our entire lives. Uh, yeah, Saturday that was the first game I got. I was there with my dad. Uh, first time me and my dad had gone to a Husker game together since two thousand and six, and it was a similar result because it ended in a loss. Um, some things never change, but yeah, uh, football is silly. I saw people are trying to give Scott Frost flack for what he said after the game about uh, not wanting players who wear hoodies to warm-ups when it's cold outside. Um, and then there's also, and then Indiana's athletic director said some stuff about Nebraska not having any respect for Indiana and just all sorts of fun stuff. Um yeah, Nebraska fans still have to have hope, though, because, I mean, we were talking about this earlier. Like, r- there are still a lot of Riley recruits in this lineup. Um, and I think once they're all gone, uh, we should have hopefully some better. I mean, the thing that the thing that stuck with me after that game on uh, on Saturday was was Wandale Robinson. He's probably been the brightest spot of the season for Nebraska. He's also a true freshman, and he got up at the podium in the press conference and said that that uh, him and a few of the other freshmen have been trying to, you know, put a fire. Not he didn't say this directly, but like put a fire under the ass of like some of the older guys who aren't like completely bought into uh, the culture and you know this the stuff that uh, Frost and the staff are trying to do uh, that. 
stuck out to me, you know, cause he's, you know, he's an 18 year old kid who's been on campus for not even a year and he's already, he's already all the way bought in and look what it's done for him. He's, you know, getting a lot of, a lot of playing time, a lot of recognition for being a pretty good, uh, pretty good player as a true freshman. So, but yeah, football's dumb. Uh, the Astros are going to win the world series, uh, which is funny because the Nats had a two Oh lead uh and yeah that is talking sports um so yeah um matt what uh what pop culture or movie stuff do we have to talk about well we could be talking about the lighthouse but i think i'm gonna save that for a later date i got a guest coming on um that goes to the film school with me a good friend of mine um we're going to talk about The Lighthouse. We're also going to talk about Parasite, a Korean movie coming out this week. It's supposed to be one of the best of the year. He said he saw it and said it's pretty fucking good. Um, so I will have to check that out. And also Jojo Rabbit. Um, that will be a longer discussion. But initial reactions to The Lighthouse is it is fucking weird. Um, it's by the same guy who made The Witch, um, which I know, Chris, you saw that, right? Yeah, I think me and you watched it. Yeah. I think we I think both of us have watched that. But and this is with uh, Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson, isn't it? Yeah, and they're both really great. Um, I mean, Robert Eggers, the guy who made this movie, has a knack for period accurate uh, uh, cadence for the actors and just clothing in general. Um, it's not – I wouldn't say it's a horror movie though. If you're going in expecting The Witch, I wouldn't. But it's way weirder than The Witch. There's some fucking – jerking off and shit going on it's kind of like batman and norman osborne jerking each other off is that what you're telling me it's some uh, <laughs> here, here here's another thing a lot of farts there are more farts in this movie than i ever expected that i i think this is there there are as many farts in this movie as there was in the opening seg- seg- segment of tropic thunder where jack black plays like a bunch of fat people and they're all farting. Yeah. There are more farts wow. in this movie than there were in that little segment. The fatties. Yeah. <laughs> what a great movie. Can we talk about that for a second? We, yeah, Tropic Thunder <laughs> yeah. just being a classic yeah. that I feel like just a is modern very, classic. Under, very underappreciated in some ways. And Robert Downey Jr. Com- completely being, like, the, the African-American community being, like, completely okay with it. Yeah, he's Robert literally Dan- the only person that can pull that <laughs> shit off. I mean, him, he got an Academy Award nomination for that movie. Often forgotten. Also often forgotten is that Tom Cruise also got an Academy Award nomination for that movie where literally all he does is scream, yell, and dance to Ludacris at the end. Yeah. So let's I mean, just, he's, you know, he's perfect what? in that movie, though. <laughs> I did rewatch that. Oh man, I think that was like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago maybe. Um, yeah, it's beyond. Uh, you literally couldn't do that movie in these PC times. No, I mean I know I know it's fairly fairly uh, you know newer. I mean within the last ten fifteen years, right? It's like twelve but, years old. But you it's know, like oh nine, it's yeah, like oh nine or oh eight. He did that shit in today's like today. That shit would be going to Congress, and they'd try to get it banned. <laughs> going like, to Congress. 
Uh, don't necessarily know dude, if that's why, how it would, why how make com- would, why yeah. make comedies that were funny when we can make uh, Will Ferrell Sherlock Holmes movies, dude? Like, come on, why why would we make why would we make comedies like you know the golden age of these these comedies? See, that we grew why up with? why do people still think that Will Ferrell has it? I think it's the age of Danny McBride, I and mean, I think Danny it has McBride been for a while. Is a national yeah. treasure. That's well. Don't think anyone's sleeping on uh, on old Danny. Um, I think people are. He's st- he's still yeah. doing HBO shows. Get the get this man a leading role. Yeah, he's in. Uh, shit, what is that? The seven gem, the gemstones. Righteous, gemstones. righteous gemstones. The righteous gemstones. God damn it! Sorry. Um, Underrated I Danny still... McBride movie, Land of the Lost. Will Ferrell's in there too. I know, but Danny McBride's gold in that movie. That movie was on FX so many fucking times when when I was a kid, and it's just not that funny when Danny McBride's not in it. Yeah, like any scene without Danny McBride just sucks. But I mean, speaking of Will Ferrell, we also talked recently about how about Anchorman 2's one-liners being underappreciated and Definitely. I rewatched I rewatched that movie yesterday and I laughed way more than I should have. As a whole, uh, movie-wise, not as good, but I mean, you've said before if they cut out the whole thing with him being blind, it'd yeah. be a way better movie. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't yeah. know if I agree with that, but I can see where you're coming from cuz it's the most out there thing that happens in the entire Anchorman universe, mm-hmm. including um Anchorman fighting each other at the end of the second one, which yeah. is still great. Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Someone call Michael Jackson. I got a video idea. <gasps> speaking but, of Kanye, uh, that new album. Speaking of uh, Kanye. Not good. Yeah. <laughs> Not great. No. Uh, I listened to it one time through, liked maybe two songs, and then just decided to delete the whole thing out of my library it's 25 minutes right 25 to 27 yeah 11 songs and it's like 26 minutes and x amount of seconds or something like it's i don't i don't think it was that bad it just was not good and not something i would take the time to listen to more than once i mean i also like i just feel bad for anybody who like the people who are like there, there's still definitely people out there who are holding out hope. Like, oh, a new Kanye album. Maybe this will be the one that sounds like sounds like uh, sounds like graduation. No, it's not. This uh, he rhymed uh, he rhymed Chick Fil A with lemonade on this album. <laughs> so I mean, it's you know. I mean, he you know he's wanted to you know get new. Uh, Expand his fan base. That's why he uh, decided to become friends with Trump because he wanted to get some Trump fans. Now he's gonna get some uh, some Jesus folk and in, uh, in his fan. He's base. just a savior of the South, I think. <laughs> Kanye West, the black man that saves the South and ends racism. Oh man. Oh, man. <laughs> I think Bigelow did say it best. Um, it's like that South Park episode where Cartman tries and starts a, a Christian rock band, Faith Plus One. Uh, he did say that like perfectly. I mean, that's that's honestly what it feels like. We can make we can make Christian rock music. It's the easiest to write, and a lot of stupid people will listen to it. Yeah. And we'll make all the money. Jesus, I need you in my life. Like, yeah, no, dude, like, just it's gonna go double murder. It's gonna go double yeah. murder, guys. Poor Kanye, bro. Like I, 
Yeah, man. You know. That's what the Kardashian <laughs> pussy does to you, man. Uh, <laughs> Makes I mean, you crazy. <laughs> I mean, you aren't wrong, bro. I mean, I, the thing is, like, whenever Kanye does anything and I just see the picture of Ray J trying to blow Kim's back <laughs> out, like, end up on my Twitter timeline, I, I just, I can't it's help. It's like, bro, you wifed that. Yeah. You, and not only did he wife that, but literally, like, pretty sure on Yeezus, he, like, bragged about it, bro. <laughs> like, back in the day, pretty sure there's... Pretty sure there's a line on one of those albums where he says, "My girl, a superstar, all from a home movie, bro." Like, really? <laughs> like, Yikes. you gotta be, you gotta be wired so different, bro. Yeah. Like, just you hate. To How could you, you have really a conversation do? with that? Listening to Kim Kardashian talk is like listening uh, to literally like shoving glass glass shards into your ears i mean yeah. i mean the thing that i'm i'm tired of seeing already is every time kylie jenner dresses her kid up for halloween and people are like oh my god go off queen look at this like this is so great no that's child abuse bro like don't don't drip like the one today she literally dressed her kid up like herself yeah, like, and Kylie Jenner looks nothing like she did as a kid. Kylie Jenner legit is like yeah. got turned into a Barbie doll. Dude, those pictures of all the Kardashian girls when they were like in their teens and their lips are like so small. Yeah, just, and now they're big and puffy. Yeah, and now Kendall just, Jenner looks the most similar, but even she, it's, mm-hmm. it's obvious she's had stuff done. I mean – are you still waiting on her to uh, reply to you asking her to prom or what? Yeah, she didn't even leave me on red. She left me on delivered. Damn. Damn. Yeah. That's tough. She I mean, couldn't even turn turn <laughs> read receipts on. on for me. Yeah. Like, I mean, bro, on. you're yeah. tall you're you're yeah. tall enough to be a basketball player. There's you're just lacking some other things. Yeah. Uh some, but <laughs> some basketball melody. skills, that's what we're talking about. It get your yeah, mind out of the gutter, of- please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, um. So, have either of you guys played the new COD? Is it? I bought Modern Warfare. Um. It's not that great. Um. Honestly, my biggest gripe with it is uh, the crossplay. Um, console players can now play with PC players. Um, which you know, if you have any any brain cells remaining you would automatically assume, uh, oh, I'm playing against a PC player. Their aim is going to be so much better than mine, you know? Um, Of the five games that I've played, I maybe went positive two or three times. Um, Yeah, it looks looks like it's dependent a lot on your aim. Um, And, you know, that's another thing is, like, the recoil on a lot of the guns are, like, terrible, man. Um, I don't know if you ever played Modern Warfare 3 at all. Or any of the Modern Warfare. Yeah, Modern Warfare 3 was the first COD that I really got into. Okay, so you know how like you level up the guns um, and you can get the attachments, the camos and everything? Um, it's literally almost like Modern Warfare 3 where you level your gun all the way up to like level 31. You have gold, you have all the attachments, blah, blah, blah. Um, which I didn't really mind, but, you know, with Black Ops and all the other, you know, you have to do challenges in order to get all these things, you know, that's all out of the window. Now it's all, it's all skill based. Um, you know, it's all XP, which isn't a bad thing. Yeah. 
right. It's not. But but if you're average, you are yeah, average. If you're an average player, you're, you're not going to have a whole lot of fun because it's all tryhards, you know? Um, I know Bigelow had brought this up with Shroud moving over to Mixer. Um, he's a PC streamer. Um, this dude has, I would say, one of the best aimers in any type of game. This dude is insane. Um, and he he even had some gripes with it. Um, but he's still going to play it because, you know, you get paid to stream. You're just going to play video games all the fucking time. Um, but no, I, yes, I'll play it only because I, you know, I, I have it, but I mean, I'm not going to go out of my way and be like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to grind this all night. I'm going to play it with friends because playing that game alone, it's really going to be, it's tough. Um, but I did play about five of the missions on the campaign and I will, I will say it is the easily the best campaign of all modern of all Call of Duties. Um, it's it's insane. I mean, it's really good. Yeah. So we should transition into some segments. Uh, we can. Uh, yeah, we got. We also have something new, but uh, we'll do that last. Um, we'll start with uh, some Moxie. You know what you got, Jay. Got Moxie. Uh, I was reminded of this. I wanted to talk about this a couple weeks ago when I saw it, but to whoever uh, runs the Instagram account where they take all of LeBron's Instagrams and remake them with giraffes, you have all the Moxie in the world. Um, I'm pretty sure the account is just straight up called La Giraffe James, and it's literally... All of LeBron's Instagram pictures, but it's not people, it's giraffes. And it's absolutely hilarious. You've got Moxie. And the other person who has Moxie is uh, is um, the newest commit to play football at LSU. His real name is DeColbest Crawford. Uh, that was going around on the internet that his middle name was To Ever Do It, which would have been too perfect if his name was actually the coldest To Ever Do It Crawford. But his real name is Juan, not To Ever Do It. But still got Moxie. Talk for, about anticlimactic. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely anticlimactic. But still, still a top ten name I've ever heard. So. Yeah. Well, Alex Caruso has some moxie because not only did he um, steal the show with a sick dunk, I mean, the man's just a stud, you know, balding at however old he is, mid-20s. Um, Pretty sure he was getting MVP chance, too. <gasps> yeah, he was. I mean, he's, uh, in a non-joking way, he is just one of those guys that you like to root for. He just does not look like a basketball player, but he's actually a good player, smart player. Um, but he has Moxie because have you have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Rihanna <laughs> might be wanting some of that. Apparently, while while the game was going on, uh, whichever broadcast uh, was uh, playing the game didn't cut away from Rihanna checking out Alex Caruso. But little does Rihanna know, Alex Caruso already has a woman. Mm. So. She needs to back up. 
back that ass up. No, she needs to back off because yeah. Alex Caruso is probably in a happy relationship with a very kind woman who appreciates him no matter how far back his hairline is. And that's yeah. why Alex Caruso has Moxie because he gets pussy to the point that he doesn't even need Rihanna's. <laughs> Just the way you phrase that. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, so my moxie is going to go out to Popeye's Chicken. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but the Popeye's Chicken Sandwich is officially coming back on November 3rd. Um, and in the advertisement, they actually made a little jab at Chick-fil-A um, on those interstate signs where it says, like, food close to you or whatever. Yeah, it's open um, Sunday. It's open on Sundays. They specifically put open on Sundays right next to Chick-fil-A, which says closed on Sundays. Uh, I'm, I totally love it. Um, you know, just the, for me, it's a meme, but like, yeah. I'm genuinely excited to try it. Yeah. Like, I, it's did you not, so good. Did you never try it the first time? No, I heard it was fucking bomb. Though. Oh man, it is, it is, it is so is good. Very good, man. It's Dude. very good. Yeah, I was pissed because I got it the day before um, on the 90th and Fort Popeyes, uh, and then the next day I was like, you know what? I don't care. I'm waiting in line for another 45 minutes. I need another one, uh, and they were out, and they were, were out indefinitely. So um, I'm definitely really excited to have it again, uh, but I'm not excited for the for the wait time. So yeah. Popeye's chicken, well, saw, you got some moxie. Go ahead, Biggs. Well, I saw something that said that I think uh, the plan from like Popeye's corporate is for like every uh, every store every store to hire like at least ten people or like ten new employees, maybe more, to accommodate the demand that's going to come along with um, the sandwich being back. Mm-hmm. Probably trying to cut down on the memes of. Uh, Popeye's employees looking like they just played their heart out in game seven. That was, but, um, those are my favorite memes. Just an old elderly black lady, just head down, just praying up to the Lord. Just, yeah, those were the best memes. So our, our uh, other segment here or not here, uh, I've got a, I'm, I'm here for uh guy for some of my guys succeeding at the next level. Um, two three guys that i worked with at nebraska uh were officially named to uh g league training camp rosters today uh evan taylor and james palmer are both going to be on the clippers g league team the agua caliente clippers which literally translates to hot water clippers don't know why but um and then isaac copeland who's still recovering from a torn acl uh is going to at least get to try out for the mavs g league team and then uh, my son, Isaiah Roby, was assigned to the Mavs G League team today. So I think it's pretty cool that there's going to be uh, two, two G League teams with two Nebraska guys that I uh, got to spend some time with. They're all really good dudes. And then there's also uh, the Omaha Central connection on the Pistons G League team. They are going to have uh, Treshawn Thurman and Tradeon Hollins, two fellow Omaha Central Eagles, on their roster along with uh, Kyrie Thomas. So yeah, a lot of Nebraska connections going on in the G League, and I am totally here for that. What I am not here for 
is this most recent uh, Mac OS update because I keep getting pop-ups that are annoying as shit and I'm an old man. And if my technology isn't running smoothly and not annoying me, I don't like it. So I'm looking at this pop-up again right now saying that something I have downloaded is going to damage my computer when it's just not. So shout, shout out to Apple. You have all my info. You're probably watching me right now, but uh, yeah, your update's annoying as shit. So yeah, that's what I'm here for. And I'm not, not here, for. here for the people who are mad at um, people flooding to the Bronx to take pictures on the stairs um, that the Joker famously did uh, the dance on. Um, that's gonna go down as a pretty damn iconic scene in movie history and that's gonna be a tourist attraction for years to come and people saying that people are flooding there and it's like i I saw some people saying it was like weird gentrification or something like that but like just just let people take pictures i know there's a lot of people and influencers suck ass but like there are a lot of people who genuinely love the movie and want that that picture opportunity. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw, but, um, AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she actually tried to put her own two cents in saying, you guys need to stop coming over here. When I was a kid, I was told to stay away from these stairs and now everyone's coming here. It's like, do you want the attention there or not? Like, you know, it's, well, I don't think, I don't think, well, New York people are a rare breed and like the thing is, (laughs) that's an understatement. (laughs) That is an understatement, but like the, where, the, where those stairs are is like in the Bronx, which is like definitely a less than ideal part of New York with, you know, high crime rate. And like most people, most people who have been to the Bronx have only been to the Bronx to go to Yankees games. And like people who grew up there, I've seen multiple people, not just, not just Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez who said that, you know, growing up in the Bronx, like everybody hated those stairs and were told to stay away from them and all sorts of that stuff. And I mean, it's just New York, like plain and simple. Don't go to New York. But if you're in New York and you want to go to the Bronx, have at it. I I don't know. Well, it seems to me like the people who hate on these people that come take pictures are like the people who are like, I listened to this band before they were popular. Yeah. I was taking these stairs before you guys came. Well, it's also probably, I mean, I wouldn't even go that far. It's probably just, you know, Johnny Johnson, who's owned the corner, the corner bodega for 40 years. (laughs) I've lived on this block for 40 years. These damn kids. These damn kids and their technology taking pictures on the stairs. Like, why don't you just come into the bodega, get yourself a sandwich, maybe a Dr. Pepper. It'll be more entertaining than a picture. And, I mean, come on, what are you doing? Forget about it. I'm walking in. You know, people (laughs) like that, you know, just. You know, it's New Yorkers. New Yorkers. (laughs) Go Yankees. Go Mets. You know, whatever. You know, our sports are terrible. Our pizza's okay. But, you know, we're New Yorkers. You know, we stick together. We like trash. We like trash. <laughs> Jesus We're Christ. trash. New York. Yeah. So New York is New here. York. <laughs> Concrete so. jungle where dreams are made of. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've oh been to God. New York once. You can oh. tell it impacted me very much. Yeah, yeah. I could tell. Oh, so I'm also. <laughs> I'm literally crying right now. I shit you not. There's I'm also not here for um, 
Bro, Lily Singh, you know, like, I, I, uh, Superwoman or, or who, whoever the fuck, um, she is the least funny person on the planet and she has her own talk show. And I've watched a few clips of them recently, like this past week. They're bad. Um, I'll probably insert a clip here, but, um, she needs to be canceled right away. I mean, women can be funny. Um, Ali Wong comes to mind. Um, that's all I can draw right now. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, uh, Dude, Whitney Cummings is funny. Amy Schumer's funny. Uh, Sarah Silverman's funny. Nikki Glazer's funny. Her new yeah. special, her new stand-up yeah. special is literally all about sucking dick. So Christina P. But Lily Singh is not funny, and she should be canceled as soon as possible. Um, but lastly, I am here for. Um, the Kawhi and Paul Rudd memes have taken the world by storm, and it's it's the greatest thing that happened to the internet in a long time. I agree. This was a definitely a top ten internet week. Um, yeah, whether it was the uh, Paul Rudd meme of Chance and Kanye when they both realized they have the two worst albums of the year, or the Kawhi meme. Uh, when you introduce your girl to your homies and they start being a little funnier than they usually are. Hey, hey, hey. Like, you know, you know, just an all, an all time internet week. Uh, yeah. And also just two, two friends of the podcast would love to talk to Paul Rudd. Uh, would love to talk. Does to anyone hate Paul Rudd? No. I don't think- <laughs> Does anyone hold a- any animosity towards pa- Paul Rudd? I don't think it's possible. Like he's so nice. And he's just a dude. Yeah. He seems so genuinely cool. Yeah. That uh that Hot Ones episode definitely one of the best ones that I've seen so far. Uh Yeah. But yeah, my uh I'm not here for Apple right now. The fruit. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so Apple is releasing another AirPods. Uh they're going to be AirPod Pros with noise cancellation. Uh shortly after they just released the AirPods 2. Um, you know, I just don't know why they keep coming out with all this shit. I mean, I know people are going to buy it. Money! Money! Yeah, I mean... Get away! I understand that and everything, but like, you know, I just... I guess it is just money. Because the 1% wants to flex on broke bitches. That's why. The 1% wants to whip out their, their... showed looking airpod pro cases and just be like hey look how big my look how big my buds are bro check me out i've got money and And you know i had i had airpods i have no idea where the fuck they went uh and you know they weren't you're not the only one (laughs) yeah um i mean i get it like yeah bluetooth is the next gen thing um you know, they look atrocious. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen the uh, what they're supposed to look like and how big the charging case is supposed to be, but, I mean, $249, like, that's a fuck ton of money for wireless earbuds that are not dishwasher proof, like, or, I'm sorry, washing machine proof or waterproof or anything like that. Maybe these ones are, you know, maybe they, they have the technology for it, but I'm just not here for it because, you know... I have my Beats headphones. They work just fine. Uh, granted, Beats are owned by Apple, so uh, I guess 
I still spent the money for it, but yeah, definitely not here for Apple. Just money grabbing, grabbing anything and anything that they can. Uh, yeah, definitely not here for it. We wanted, we tried to introduce this uh, a while ago, uh, but uh, audio issues had other ideas. Uh, we have a Gmail, and if you want to ask us questions, you can shoot an email to letsboogiepod at gmail.com. And it can be as dumb as you'd like it to be. It can be a random ass hypothetical, a would you rather, whatever you think of in your head, or a question like we got today from Jaden. Uh, Jaden says, hey, boogie team. Look at us. We're a team. Um, my question is, what are your guys' favorite live performances by bands or solo artists? Top five or top ten? And then he lists his personal favorites as the Queen Live Aid performance, Nirvana's MTV Unplugged, ACDC at River Platte, Dave Matthews Band in Central Park, The Beatles Rooftop Concert, Red Hot Chili Peppers at Slam Castle, Metallica in Moscow, Oasis live at the Ultimate Concert, Led Zeppelin in... Nebworth and Michael Jackson live in New York City. Thanks. I really enjoy the show. So shout we... out to Jaden. He's 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 one of my friends, been a big supporter of the podcast since it was uh conceived, birthed, um brought into the world. Like it's not gay ass. if it's in a three-way. We can't <laughs> forget that. Um yeah, shout out Jaden. Um so we're gonna do top five because um, we're, we were kind of lazy on this. <laughs> um, we also are not cultured enough to really have that many. Um, Jaden's a cultured man. Um, we are not. So, uh, Bigelow, why don't you go first? Okay. Uh, so mine is in no particular order. Um, the way I went about thinking about this was, uh, live albums that I enjoy listening to. And occasionally there's like video of these live performances going along too. But like I said, mine is in no particular order. Uh, John Mayer, uh, at the Hollywood bowl in 2008 is where his like famous cover of free fallen was like, I've always liked John Mayer's John Mayer's vocals. They're pretty damn good. And then that cover of free fallen has always been one of the guilty pleasures of mine. Um, um, Billy Joel at Shea Stadium. It's a 1990 live album. Billy Joel, obviously from New York. Uh, if you know me, you know I have a soft spot for Mr. Billy Joel. Actually, why did I say 1990? It's from 2008 when Shea Stadium closed. But uh, there's a lot of... Uh, he brings out a bunch of random people throughout the show because it was the last concert at Shea Stadium. Uh, Tony Bennett's on there. Uh, Garth Brooks is on there. Uh, it's pretty good. And, um, other than that, I've also got, uh, you know, I wouldn't, I would be doing my dad a disservice to not include a Grateful Dead live album. There's like a a thousand of them, but, uh, you come from a Grateful Dead family. I come from a Grateful Dead family and, uh, a very popular, uh, live album that I would recommend if you want to listen to the Grateful Dead once and never listen to them again is the Cornell, uh, Cornell live album from May of 1977. Uh, it's long, but it's good. Uh, some of you know, the Grateful Dead are a jam band, you know, they make songs that the studio versions four minutes, they make it 20 minutes long, but that is a very good one. And then I've also uh, got a classic, which is Johnny Cash's Folsom Prison Blue, Folsom Prison performance. Uh, that's a good one. He, I forgot about that. That's one. a good one. Um, Johnny Cash, for some reason, I'm you know 
I'm a really big pussy, and Johnny Cash was the exact opposite. But uh, and I, you know, for some reason I enjoy Johnny Cash and his music. And then lastly, certainly not least, would not be a music list with me without a Killers lit entry. Uh, the Killers live at Royal Albert Hall is a 2009. Uh, live performance when they were on tour for Day and Age. Um, I own this one. Uh, there's a DVD, and uh, the music is on Apple Music. And, uh, yeah, the Killers put on a good show, as I learned this past summer. So, yeah, that's what I've got. So <clears throat> I guess I'll go go ahead because we'll save Matt's for last because his is always uh, his. The always, most important. Yeah. yeah. And the um, most accurate <laughs> of yeah. any of ours. Um, so, yeah. If anyone knows me, you know, I'm really not cultured in a lot of music, so I kind of chose um, a couple. That's an understatement as well. Yeah. Uh, so number one is going to go out to the Wiggles. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so number one uh, is actually going to be a concert that I did attend. Um, it's going to be the Divine Feminine Tour. Uh, Mac Miller here at Sokol in Omaha, Nebraska. Um yeah, it was such an amazing concert. Um, did not bring out Ariana Grande, sadly. Um, it featured pretty much all of his songs from the Divine Feminine, Feminine as well as a couple of throwbacks. Um, rest in peace. Uh, number two is going to be, uh, now this one's going to be a throwback. And the two, my two other co-hosts uh, are not going to believe that I listened to it. Uh, but Nirvana at Paramount in 91. Um, Number three, I'm going to go with Jay-Z at Summer Jam in 01. Uh, and then number four, I'm going to go with uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan at Montre Montreal Jazz Festival. Uh, that was in 1985. And then Matt, you were actually in attendance. You actually took this video. Going to be two Mac Miller uh, performances on here. Jesus. Because you know what? We like our white rappers. I do, at least. Um, and that's going to be Mac Miller at Grassroots in 2015. Uh Matt actually did take a video of Clubhouse. I was a viral sensation for you were, you were a viral sensation <laughs> was when that, he did was when that, he debuted uh, hundred grandkids. Hundred grandkids. I think, grandkids. Was I the think song. that was it. Uh, yeah. I was not in attendance there, but uh, I did hear that it was an awesome performance. So yeah, those are going to be my top five, Matthew. Um, mine are. I don't think I. I had an order to them, but um, I don't think mine are any in any particular order they're pretty interchangeable uh first one the doors at the hollywood bowl 1968 this was the definitive uh doors performance that is available on uh blu-ray that i have seen very good um next would be zeppelin at royal albert hall it's the only um or it's one of the few uh concerts on youtube that i've watched multiple times i mean just a great great performance um Next up, I don't dig their music that much, but I watched the um, the movie Stop Making Sense, and I have to give this one to the Talking Heads at the Hollywood. Uh, I don't even know how to say this. Pantages P Pantage Theater, nineteen eighty three. Um, as one. I said, I don't really dig a lot of their music, but I mean the performance and the. Uh, arrangement of the uh, musicians on stage it can't be denied. It's one of the best looking concerts you're going to find. Um, 
And then Oasis at Nebworth in 1996. Um, the documentary Oasis Supersonic is actually the climax of that movie surrounds the Nebworth concert. Um, I think still the biggest uh, UK concert to date. Uh, it might have been beaten out, though. Um, I mean, they had two or three nights where it was over 250,000 people at this farm, uh, which is a lot of people for one band. Um, but that was a great concert. And then recently, uh, MGMT is not a good live band, but they have done one good show, and that has been uh, Glastonbury in 2014. Um, they're... they're I, th- I think it's like a super extended version of kids um, is very trippy and awesome. I've watched that multiple times. So yeah, that is my list. Shout out again to Jaden for sending in that question. If you have questions to send to us, uh, we will answer them. We are um, always looking for things to talk about <laughs> because we are uh, lacking Not the creative type. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we we lack creativity when it comes to coming up with uh, discussion topics. So hit hit that line. Thanks again for tuning in. We know this was uh, not particularly organized. We kind of jumped all over the place, but that's because there just was not much outside of the world of sports that uh, went on. Um, but we, like we said, we still, we laughed a bit. We we enjoy doing this. We enjoy uh, getting feedback from you guys. And like we always tell you, uh, we appreciate you. Uh, and like we and uh, shameless plug, go follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, or Facebook. It's all the same at, and that Jesus at Christ. is, and that at is Let's Boogie Pod. Uh, yeah, so give, toss us a follow. We'd appreciate it. I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank you. Now watch this drive. Fuck no, baby! No. Nothing about this is fantastic. All because of that inbred MC Woody Harrelson. I hope so. (laughs) I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize. What? Absolutely nobody! (laughs) 